Welcome to the OK Jazz Podcast, episode number 155, Sunday, February 26th, 2023. My name is James Hussain Catchpole, Mr. OK Jazz, coming to you as always from the rough, gritty, very sunny, but unusually cold streets of North Yokohama, right here in the Tokyo metropolitan area of Eastern Japan, the world's largest megacity. I'm a freelance broadcaster and music writer, and this podcast is pretty much whatever's been on my playlists recently. No borders or genres, just a whole lot of good tunes. Minasama, OK Jazz, and you're welcome to the 155th episode of Tokyo Jazz site, tokyoradio.com. No, James was saying, catch up, Mr. OK Jazz, there goes Well, that was a fine tune to kick off this episode with. Straight into the point, that was good old music by Funkadelic. From their first album recorded in 1969, sounding like nothing else around at that time, it's no wonder that they blew people's minds with this record and their live shows. Well, Funkadelic was the brainchild, of course, of George Clinton, the maestro at the head of the whole Parliament Funkadelic Empire, and all the various side projects that came out of it. If you're unfamiliar, Parliament started out as a doo-wop band in the late 1950s as the Parliaments. They moved into a bit more of modern 60s soul, but they were a more straight-ahead singles group in the late 60s. Well, George and his crew started getting a little bit funkier, aided by the refreshments of the day, and Funkadelic was born, recording self-titled debut of very long, spaced-out tunes like this one. Though through the 1970s, the two groups would record albums all the time, sharing many members, but still sounding distinctly different. Eventually, it sort of merged into one huge collective that we now know as P-Funk. Well, the whole story is one of the key ones of modern black American music, modern music period for that matter, actually. And everyone from Prince to almost every hip hop producer has been inspired by the world of P-Funk. Well, George Clinton is 82 years old, but I just heard he's going to be performing here in Japan in May at this year's A Love Supreme Festival. That's one that's held way out in Saitama Prefecture at the Chichibu National Park, maybe about an hour and a half northwest of Tokyo. Well, I hope that I can make it as I hear that even today the P-Funk show is just fantastic. I'll even wear my new brand new Funkdale t-shirt I just got in the mail and wear that with pride. All right, so what's happening? Um, man, time keeps flying by. It's already near the end of February. No sign of spring yet here, unfortunately. I don't know what's going on this year. It's been an unusually cold winter for the Kanto area of eastern Japan. I mean, some nights we're even getting down to about zero degrees centigrade, which is, which is pretty chilly for this part of the country. I'm sure it's not going to be even just a couple months, though, before I'll be complaining about the excruciating summer heat and humidity. But hopefully before then, we'll have a good spring and sakura season. Sakura, that's cherry blossoms for all you listening outside of Japan. You know, they've already got sakura-flavored beer in the convenience stores now, so we must be real close to the flowers starting to bloom. All right, well, look, I don't have much to report on for you uh, since last episode. Been to a couple more jazz spots, though. I'm slowly inching my total up towards 300. I have now visited 275 Japanese jazz joints all around the country. It's cafes, bars, and clubs. Still a long way to go, but I'm loving this quest. Well, let's get into music now, though. No more chit-chat. Of course, I've got the usual great selection of tunes, new and old for you. We're going to be traveling the globe. South America, Central Asia, Nigeria, Japan, the U.S., 
Got some groovy tunes, some deep jazz, and some more spaced out sounds as well from one of my all-time favorite records. But first up, the other day, so I happened to wake up to a very unexpected email. One of those that you don't even have to open right away because you're just so happy to see that person's name in the inbox. Brings a smile to your face all morning. Sometimes there are people that you don't really need to hear from that frequently because you know that no matter what, they are there for you with so much love and care. So, speaking of love and care, check this one out. We heard from this guy in the last episode of the show. It's João Selva from Brazil, from his brand new album, Passarinho. This tune's called Por Un Amor. OK Jazz, episode number 155. show. te ensina temos todos essa sina amar e sofrer e recomeçar uma estrela ilumina as da noite vem o dia semente tão pequenina Brotar, florescer e recomeçar Tem tristeza e alegria Do amor e sua magia Todo dia loteria Jogar e perder e recomeçar Ajuda que acredita Lembrar e esquecer E recomeçar Lero, lero, papi, o céu, vou 
corpo é inspiração That is the Switzerland-based group called Da Cruz, and they're led by vocalist Mariana Da Cruz, who's from Brazil. Their latest album is called Baladas da Luta, and that tune was called O Corpo. Well, Da Cruz have been around for a while, actually, although I had not heard of them until very recently. I'm enjoying this album, though, which is described in this way on their homepage. Mariana da Cruz directs an electro-acoustic trip from the subversive communities of Lagos to the favelas of Rio and the townships of Johannesburg, with occasional stops in the smoke-filled recording studios of Kingston and poorly ventilated clubs of London, blending Kwaito, Baia Funk, Afrobeat dub, and hip-hop, Echo do Futuro is a decisively urban black independent record. That's really interesting stuff, so I recommend that you do check out Da Cruz, and I want to go back and hear their first four albums as well. Okay, speaking then of Lagos, let's head over to Nigeria for a recent reissue. Here's another great one from the People the BBE label in the UK. And this comes from Eji Oyewole. He's a veteran of the Nigerian music scene, 
who's played with so many greats, both in Nigeria and overseas. Um, now, the PR info for this one says that he is one of the few musicians to have ever played with both Fela Kuti and Miles Davis. That's really interesting. I had not heard that before. Well, anyway, BBE have reissued his album called Charity Begins at Home, and it shows his very distinctive take on high life. High life is a very broad term that covers a lot of West African music from Nigeria to Ghana and some other countries. Well, the full album tracks are very, very long, as is the case with so much Nigerian music of that period. So we're going to hear one from the accompanying edits version of the album, where they're sort of stripped down to just three or four minutes. So have a listen to this one called Gele Odun, Oil Boom. This is Eje Eji Oyewole from Nigeria. Oh, very good luck as well to the people of Nigeria as they undertake a massive national election. I just read this morning that that's happening. We're not going to have any results for a few days, but prayers that everything goes smoothly and safely to the beautiful people of Nigeria. Oh, boom, boom, boom. 
funkiest group of all time outside of any of James Brown's groups, of course. It's the Meters doing Livewire. Keyboardist and vocalist Art Neville, bassist George Porter Jr., drummer Joseph Zigabu Modelist, and guitarist Leo Nocentelli. Well, the Meters released many albums on their own, but they were also kind of the house band for Alain Toussaint and his record label, so they're all over so many albums recorded in New Orleans over the 60s and 70s. Well, I mentioned last episode, my two bucket list places to visit in the world are Brazil and New Orleans. And recently, I've been watching a lot of old videos from both countries, uh, both places, I should say. Um, one totally mind-blowing video that I came across. It's from New Orleans piano legend James 
Booker. And he's seen performing live solo piano at a place called the Maple Leaf Bar in New Orleans, recorded for local TV in 1983, just a few months before he passed away at the very young age of 44. Well, if you don't know who James Booker was, he's a very unique musician and person for a lot of reasons, I strongly point you towards watching this video on YouTube and then searching for the documentary film Bayou Maharaja for more about his fascinating and very sad life. James Booker is one of the greatest piano players I've ever heard. Simple as that. And I think one of his best recorded albums, called Junko Partner, I've played on OK Jazz mm, at least three or four times in the past years. One of my favorite ever records. But let's hear one more. This one is James Booker doing the New Orleans Standard in his very own unique way. Good Night, Irene.
sound of Cuba. It's trumpeter Alexis Barrow with his tune just called Timba Jam. And that comes from his new album called Mi Raiz, My Roots, the Cuban trumpet tradition. Alexis is from Havana, and while he was still in school, he became a member of Omara Portuundo's band. But then he also played with overseas musicians like Brian Blade and John Patitucci. He's released six albums as a solo artist. And this latest one is very interesting, focusing on the trumpet's role in Cuban music throughout history. Well, many thanks for Alexis for sending me a copy of this. I really love it. And man, Cuba. Oh, I was talking to an old friend the other day. And he just casually dropped that he had been to Cuba last year and was thinking about how much I would have loved the live music that he was hearing. I mean, I was just outraged. It took him so long to tell me about that. And of course, as an American citizen, I cannot travel to Cuba directly. I believe that we still have to go via Mexico or Panama because of the idiotic embargo that the U.S. government still has on direct travel to Cuba. Ugh. Well, one day, hopefully that'll end and it'll be easier for me and other Americans to visit. But in the meantime, if you love music from Cuba, there's so much to explore. I think I mentioned before a couple years ago, I did the music writer exercise on Twitter, um, focusing on all Cuban releases. And so you can go back on Instagram and see my playlist of all the great albums I heard then. Okay, uh, time to fly back over across the Atlantic. This time we're going to the UK. So I introduced this album on the last episode of the show. The group is Vanishing Twin and their album Oki Gekko, that is Japanese for Big Moonlight. Really enjoying this album over some repeated listens. And I just read that uh, Letitia Sadler from the group Stereolab, she guests on one track on this album too, which makes perfect sense as you can sort of hear a definite influence from the group Stereolab on Vanishing Twin, although I think that they're a little bit more spacey and mellow, not quite as kinetic as I remember Stereolab to be. Anyways, let's hear this one from the album. It's a song called Wider Than Itself. This is Vanishing Twin. <laughs> Thank you. 
Japanese jazz there. It was the Hideyasu Terakawa Quintet. It's a tune called Revev from the album Introducing, featuring Hiroshi Fuji on Vibes. And that was recorded in 1978 live at the Jazz Spot Dig in southern Japan in Masuda City, Shimane Prefecture. Well, this album has just been reissued, another in the wonderful set of reissues done by the BBE label in their J-Jazz Masterclass series. It's curated by good friends of the show, Tony Higgins and Mike Peden, two of the world's foremost collectors and experts on Japanese jazz. Well, I've introduced several from this J-Jazz Masterclass series on the program over the years, and again, this is another great one. I'd never heard this album before, obviously. I believe it's very, very rare to find an original copy. Um, it was originally put out on a very small label here in Japan and did not have widespread distribution. Well, as always with the J-Jazz Masterclass series, there are very extensive liner notes in English all about the album and the musicians. And very interestingly, although the two guys were able to speak to Fuji-san about this record, apparently band leader Terakawa-san's whereabouts are unknown. It's a real jazz mystery, even in 2023. It's kind of cool that there's still some mysterious people out there. Okay, up next. Uh, let's go back to another one from the really, really good compilation, Groove Orient, South Asian Elements in Psychedelic Jazz. Well, I've been going back again and again to this set. So many wild and crazy tunes on there. Now, we heard Herbie Mann doing Norwegian Wood on the last episode of the show. What got me to thinking a little bit about some of the terminology used both within and outside the music industry. I've talked many times here on the program about the phrase world music, for example, and how that's really just basically a marketing term. And I think a much better way to phrase it would be local music. Well, the same kind of goes for world jazz, which is sort of meaningless as jazz is played in such widely diverse musical cultures as Poland or Brazil or Japan or India. So saying world jazz is to just differentiate from American jazz is not very helpful. For me, in my own musical education over the past 30 years or so, since I was a teenager, I've been really trying to understand more and more about the connections that some of my favorite musicians have made between seemingly separate musical cultures, you know? Whether it's Herbie Hancock and the Headhunters bringing in African percussion, or Dr. Youssef Latif playing all sorts of wind instruments from Central and South Asia, even East Asia at times. I think great musicians seem to be unencumbered by labels and arbitrary genres, and that's something that we as listeners should aim for as well. 
That's why I describe my own program here, OK Jazz, at the top of every episode as having no genres of borders, just a whole lot of great tunes. Anyway, more than enough babbling. Let's get back into this one. This is Amancio de Silva, Indian-born guitarist. He's settled in the UK, recording with many different players on the scene there throughout his career up until the 1990s. This one's a groovy little tune. It's called What Maria Sees. This is from the Groove Orient compilation.
Ooh, I love that album. That's the self-titled release by the trio Bog Bodies, based in the UK with members from there and from Holland. Introduced this one at the end of 2022 on my year-end show a couple months ago. It's a very strange and atmospheric album. It's not really jazz nor ambient electronica. It's a little bit of a mixture of both. Like I was saying earlier, genres don't really matter, especially these days as new music is often so free of all that shackling. Another tune was called Pater Dreamwalk from Bog Bodies. That's a self-titled album. And before that, another beautiful one from Maya Youssef. It's a song called Walk With Me. It's from one of last year's best releases for sure, Finding Home. Maya's from Syria, living in exile in the UK. And man, you know, as if the people of Syria didn't have enough to struggle with with the endless war that's going on there, now they have this destructive earthquake. You can only pray that the fine people there find some peace and stability soon, inshallah. Well, you know, the other day I was so proud of my kids. They came home and they told me that um, they'd helped to set up a fundraiser at their school for the people of Turkey and Syria who are, you know, left homeless from this terrible earthquake. People say that teenagers are only selfish and inward looking. And while that's a little bit true, I'm very impressed by the younger generation these days and how in tune they are. And my kids every day impress me some way with their understanding and with their knowledge. They still don't clean their room at all, but, you know, that's an acceptable trade-off, I think, to have a little bit more worldly knowledge. Okay, and uh, back to the music. Um, One last thing. I think I shared at the beginning of this year, my goal was to actually listen to less new albums uh, in 2023, but to listen more thoroughly to those that I like and to go back to the last couple years to re-explore some albums that I really enjoyed but maybe didn't give proper attention to. So these last two tracks from Bog Bodies and Maya Youssef, those are albums that are really, I'm finding very rewarding to give some serious listening to. Well, you have been listening to the OK Jazz Podcast, episode number 155. It is time for me to get on out of here. My usual Sunday menu, you know the drill by now. Got some afternoon radio, some cooking, some dog walks, a couple of beers. And I'll actually be recording a long-delayed podcast with my buddy Philip Arneal tonight, our Tokyo Jazz Joints project. If you've not been following, we've got major news with our hardcover photo book coming out later this year. So have a look for that feed on iTunes or SoundCloud. It's Tokyo Jazz Joints podcast. Um, another quick note, I am going to be off for a couple weeks, so the next program will be maybe approximately one month from now around, I think March 25th or 26th, that weekend. Got a few things to take care of, so I'm not going to have time to get the next episode ready until probably mid-March at the earliest. But if you miss me, please go back to episode number 60 and have a re-listen through all of the episodes. I really hope I've gotten better at this since then, at least a little bit. Um, episodes 1 through 59 sadly are offline, but starting at 60, I think is a good intro into the musical tastes of Mr. OK Jazz. And don't forget, as always, you can find me on Twitter or Instagram. I'm at Mark, Mr. OK Jazz Tokyo. And you can hear the show via iTunes, SoundCloud, KOL-radio.com, or TokyoJazzSite.com. And the playlist is all over the place. And lastly, email me directly if you want to get in touch. It's Mr. OK Jazz at Mark, TokyoJazzSite.com. Let's go today with a very long classic uh, because I was reading the other day about the ever-continuing and really escalating feud between Roger Waters and David Gilmour, of course, ex-bandmates in Pink Floyd. Now, it's way too long and boring to go into, but basically, Roger Waters is by all accounts a very unpleasant person, at best, and the two guys are taking a lot of shots at each other on social media again. 
It's nice to see rich millionaires in their late 70s embrace social media so perfectly, acting like teenagers. But anyway, this one goes back to some happier times when the band was making some of the greatest music. Strap in for this one. It's Echoes from their album Metal. 23 minutes of underwater bliss. Take care, everyone. Love and peace wherever you are. Keep things groovy.
inviting me to ride.